This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Afternoon, how the devil are we? Um, show two of four today for me. I know I'm a YouTube whore, what can I say? Um, thanks so much for joining us. It is a lovely hot day out there, too hot for me. If only I could be maybe, maybe close to the sea in Cornwall somewhere. No, I'm close to the sea in Paul, so that'll do for me. That'll do for me. Welcome along. It is Lester Till I Die TV on uh, YouTube. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe. We're doing all the women's Euros, and I tell you what, it, it is 
well, if you've watched any of the England Nation League games, it is so much better than that, I'll tell you, so much better. Um, and if you've been lending me your ears and listening on your favourite podcast platform, thank you so much. What I would ask you to do, one other thing, apart from obviously subscribing to the channel, as it says there on YouTube, is please support the companies that support the channel. Leicester lead again! The goals are flowing here now. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. details in the description below um mike good evening good evening see i'm just not used to these daytime shows good job i don't do breakfast tv bloody hell afternoon chris hope you are well great mate of mine showing some love on this channel thank you very much and you know mike i really appreciate that it's really only one thing i can say back to you <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> he hates me, really. Anyway, welcome to the Lesser Till I Die dating show. <laughs> Snog, marry or avoid. And I'm not sure which of those three I would do with this gentleman, but let us find out and bring him in. You know him, and he's joining us from his holiday. Brad, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Chris. How the devil are you, as you like to say? How are you doing, mate? I am not too bad, to be honest with you. It's nice weather. I wish I could enjoy it more, but there we go. Uh, and thank you so much because you are down in sunny, well, it's sunny everywhere, but you are in lovely St. Ives. Yes, I am. People might, you know, got some lovely pictures that I've taken that could convince you I was in Greece or Spain or Barcelona. No, I found a place of heritage in the United Kingdom that's just as lovely. And yeah, it's, it's really good weather, mate. Really enjoying it. Yeah. And if, as I say, if the St. Ives Tourist Board want to contribute to Brad, he has pushed you <laughs> so much, you should get, get supporting him. Ryan, thanks for coming on. Uh, I put a link in my channel, by the way, and I think Brad has actually retweeted it as well. I've just been on um, Ryan's show predicting my um, places for the Premier League next season. Don't ask. Just don't ask, okay? So, um, thank you for doing this. I say I appreciate the fact that, that you're on your holiday, so I do really appreciate it. We've tried to do this a couple of times with Craig, but the, the women's football is proving so popular on the channel that it's been put back and put back. And I thought, well, if I don't do it now, we might actually make a sign-in and it would make it redundant. But I don't think that's going to happen, is it? <laughs> Well, it certainly doesn't seem like that. There's not, uh, well, there's next to no activity on the Leicester, Leicester front. Um, but, you know, there's different interpretations of what a rebuild is. I suppose at first you've got to make sure you've got the foundations to build anything on. You can't go around selling 20 odd players to then try and rebuild it. You've got to get your foundation blocks in. So uh, it's, it's frustrating. But you look at the contracts that have been signed over the last four yeah. or five months from certain players, it, 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 it's it's somewhere. But it'd be interesting to see if we do any any business before 
I don't know, maybe before we play Brentford at the first game of the season would be nice. It would, it would. And it's interesting to see, and I'm even I'm getting fed up with Tielemans now, but, you know, whether that's holding everything up. I've just seen the first picture, so he is back here. Hopefully, Top is still here, because he was obviously doing kippy-uppies the other day. Maybe we should have signed him up. Um, so hopefully them two can get together. And then we just know what we're doing, because at the moment, maybe we need that money, and we're just in this state of flux as to... Well, if we get the 30 million from him and, you know, Arsenal are dithering about, got the finger up their arse as always. Well, yeah, but Arsenal tried to bid for 40 million and a pound for Suarez. So they're probably trying to do 29 million, 999,000 and 99p for bloody Tillemans with a penny interest on, on when he plays Belgium next, knowing Arsenal, because they're blaming useless <laughs> yeah. champions. And in fairness, I mean, I know he wanted Champions League. I could see him going. Uh, he wanted us. I mean, Arsenal were interested. I think back in the Wenger days before he signed for us, with the obviously with the Monaco links. So I could understand him going. You just need to get in. I think if it, I think if Arsenal came along and said, "Here's thirty million," I think we'd take it, and he'd be an Arsenal player the same day. Yeah, but the thing is, the clubs also know that if they naff around and piss Leicester around enough, then you could see the window close and then he gets to January and he can join them for free. It's it, yeah. it, it, it's probably harder than people think. It, it sounds simple. He wants Champions League football. Leicester don't want to hold a person ransom, but Leicester also, you know, like any football club, they're unfortunately yeah. a business first. We want to make yeah. money. So it, it's one of the things that just needs to get sorted as soon as possible. Definitely 100%. Uh, I'm hoping that if it doesn't, if it does drag on a little bit, that he may say, right, let's give Leicester another another season, sign an extension, which is basically what Madison did. No, it wasn't. That's a lie. It's what Maguire did, <laughs> which enabled yeah. us to obviously be able to add that. So he could easily sign a new contract. We would give him more money, and he could put onto that into that contract. Right, if a top six side or one of the you know or a Champions League side or a side in Europe come in for me, I would be allowed to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, you, you know that might be what we see end up happening. It wouldn't surprise me if you did see a two-year announcement, a contract extension for two years. Like mm. you said, it it, it it would have to favour both the club and the player, and. and three or four years is, is, is pushing it. I think if you're talking, it gives them enough chance to then say, OK, well, even if someone comes in for you January, at least we're going to get some money for you. Or if next season, you know, we've got a set price and at least, you know, you, you can go out and prove his worth. I mean, yeah. the one difference between this and maybe other deals in the past is you you don't get the feeling that if he doesn't get a move, he's going to just down tools. He's, he's already come out and stated really early doors that, if nothing materialises, he's, he's more than happy to, you know, yeah. to get his head down and keep doing things to Leicester. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We're in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, we're a long way off knowing anything that's going to happen um, for where he'll be. Yeah. I would say good afternoon to Static. Not seen you for a while, mate. How the devil are you? Uh, a legend, I don't know about a legend. Um, can I just say to everybody, uh, well, everybody, there's a few that are doing the chat now. Don't forget, I think your first time in for the new channel, well, I've, I've read, sort of done it. There is a questionnaire that you have to fill in that says that you do a, you do understand the rules of the chat, and we do ask you where possible to stick on uh, onto topic, and um, 
also to sort of watch your language and consider which show it is because some shows obviously are a bit more flexible than others and there's a more respectable time as well uh just everything kind of blew up yesterday so we just ask you for that so brad are you ready for a bit of snogging avoiding and marrying uh well <laughs> yeah why not probably more on the avoiding in certain circumstances but yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll make our way through this list let's, and uh let's we'll see. Do this. yeah here we go you are watching Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chumps. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Enjoying it as well. Uh, Want to watch any games? Stick on the channel. We're doing live watch along, so as many as we can. And we've got a double header tonight, myself and Louise, who is uh, uh, all knowledgeable, all knowledgeable about the women's team um, and women's football in general. And um, she joins me on every, well, on most shows that she can. And we've got at 4.45, we've got uh, Northern Ireland, Austria. Uh, both teams of that need a win if they're going to have any chance of progressing. And, of course, the biggie at 7.45, Norway against Leicester. So, um, here we go. Thanks very much, Staff. It says he'll check it out later. 4.45. Norway against, Norway against Leicester there, Chris. Do you mean England? Did I say Leicester? Did I say, yes, oh, did. What can I say? What can I say? I've got Leicester on my mind. I've got the new kit on, the new hat, the sun shining. I'm talking to a good mate. What more could I ask for? Uh, not much more, mate. Not much more. No, not no. Right. So basically, as you can see there, uh, this is in conjunction with Leicester Live, and they have a sell or keep option. I think it's a bit like uh, Tinder, where you swipe left or right. Um, <coughs> you see, Leicester's going to be that good, static that that we would be we would be playing. We would be playing uh, these teams. Um, I don't know after last season. So basically, we can sell, but the sell also includes a loan option. So snog is loan, marry is keep, and avoid is sell. So let's go. Let's go. Um, and static, very, thank you. And it was never a problem with you, mate. So thank you very much. Right. And I think we're going to disagree on this first one. So what we're going to do is I'm going to sort of say my thoughts. Brad will say his, and then Brad will have the final decision on, on what uh, he has the power what was that on oh god god knows god knows it was on uh no it wasn't um the dub from above was on um with vic reese wasn't it coo, coo. that i think <laughs> i was on um that dating show oh god um, um not not take me out Yes, take me out. That was it. <laughs> you hold the power. So, <laughs> people are watching this thinking, what the hell have I, have I tuned into? Schmeichel. Now, for me, let's start this off. Schmeichel. He's getting to, I mean, he didn't have his best season last season. And you can argue that, you know, this defence in front of him, the whole team didn't have, have, have the best season. But we have got some good young players coming through, especially goalkeepers. We've got about five in the in the development squad. You know, he likes he likes a goalkeeper, does Brendan Rodgers, doesn't he? Um, 
He's got a year left on his contract. He's not going um, to uh, to Belgium this week with the rest of the squad, Schmeichel. Um, and like I say, it takes me back, and you're too young to remember, but, you know, Gordon Banks at Leicester, World Cup winner, young Peter Shilton coming through saying, look, I want regular time. And I, I, I want to move on. And they actually said, um, oh, we're going to sell Gordon Banks and keep you, Peter. So we sold a World Cup winner. We kept um, we kept uh, Peter Shilton. No, didn't turn out to be too bad a, a goalie himself, did he? And no. I, I just think to me that Schmeichel, he doesn't command the box like he used to. He doesn't like to come off his line. And I just think, you know, we know his distribution's not been the best. Is it now time to move him on? You've then got Danny Ward. I don't think we need to buy anybody because I think Danny Ward is more than in a, a good understudy to come through to play the Premier League games. Iverson can do all the League Cup and the FA Cups. And you've got Stoichek, however you pronounce it, that will be the third goalkeeper. So I, I honestly think, love him to bits, obviously. I totally love him to bits. But I think, it, for me, it's time for him to move on. Get Danny Ward coming through, who we know is not a bad goalkeeper. He's an international, albeit for Wales. No disrespect, uh, Mike, but um, you know, I just think it. I just think it's time. Is we need something new in that in that defensive area? And I think I think Ward, in a lot of ways, commands commands the box more. I, I, see, I can see the pros and cons to to either yeah. keeping him or, or or moving him on, and, and you know, he's no different. To any keeper of his level, you you know, is you know, and I hate to bring it up because I know he he's probably going to spend the rest of the remainder of his career still getting compared to his father. But you know, Peter didn't last his career out at Manchester United like a lot of people would have assumed. You know, yeah. uh, Edwin van der Sar was a big name, but he didn't see his career out at clubs that he spent a lot of time at. And you have to make sure you get that right because. If you don't, you end up maybe keeping a name around and keeping a player around that's committed himself to you for as long as Schmeichel has. I mean, Schmeichel's been here a great amount, a number of years. And sometimes you have to let go of the sentiment to allow you as a club and a player to um, to go. The, the only reason I would stick with keeping him right now is I would do exactly what you've just said, but I would make, Iverson the third choice I would make Ward the cup goalkeeper because we don't have European competition this season and I I would I would maybe start to integrate Danny Danny Ward into it I I I I found it very strange that he'd become a very reliable cup goalkeeper and then Brendan doesn't seem to want to mix it up too much he's not played a lot over two years and he's now at that stage where Yeah. yeah And Ward's also at that stage in his career, isn't he? Not too dissimilar to when we got Casper. He's at that right age. He's he's probably just entering his best year, well, at the start of what's going to be his prime years, as you do as a goalkeeper. And, and he's sat there going, I'm losing my place in the Wales squad. Yes. I don't want that to happen. You, you need to sort something out. And maybe I feel... Casper's going to get this season, and you know what? For, we paid one point one million from from Leeds for him, and I, I think, I think even if we let him play the twelve months out, and he doesn't get a new deal offered to him, and we let him go on a free, he will get snapped up. 
Um, mm. I think you've definitely still got the ability to do a top-end job at, at, at the uh, high end of the Premier League. Uh, and, yeah, I, I would be waiting for the transition. But for this season, I'm just going to stick by him. Maybe let him have that final hurrah season with Leicester where he has the chance to to be in goal. Behind a defence that's not going to change every three days because yes, of injuries. Yeah. No, no, well, I, I, like I say, I, I can see it from that point of view. Uh, Static saying, why haven't we gone for Lo Leno from Arsenal? You see, I don't think if we're talking about Casper not staying... I don't think we need to buy because I think no, you know, no. a twelve million pound goalkeeper who's played two games last season or something ridiculous. You know, he used to he used to be the cup keeper, and then suddenly, like you say, last season Casper was playing in everything. You know, I'm sure if we entered the egg and spoon race, that Casper would have been picked. You know, but uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, David agrees with you. Uh, let him formally integrate to become more and more familiar with our team. We've had him so many years. I mean, you know, we should have been integrating him now. You know, there's obviously something I think Brendan doesn't see in him. Um, well, because I, which which I don't even know. I, I don't even know if it's that, mate. I just think. Keepers are a different breed, you know, a, a footballer, a midfielder, a defender, or and especially a striker. Mm. When you're 26, 27, you're kind of told, well, if you're not in the team by the time you're 23, 24, you're, you're not good enough stand-up. With a goalkeeper, you, you develop right up till about 26, 27, 28 yeah. at a push. And your prime years tend to be a lot later than that because you're not, you know, even though you're throwing yourself around as a goalkeeper, you're not exerting yourself and being as extreme as an outfield player is throughout the 90 minutes. So you yeah. get a lot more in the tank, don't you? You see goalkeepers, I'm on Casper, look at his age now in his late 30s yeah. and he's still holding yeah. the level he's at. So with goalkeepers... Well, I should have started on this one with you being a member of the goalkeeper. No, goalkeepers union, you see. Now, in about an hour's time, we'll get on to, we'll get on to Wesley Fafana, the next one on the list. But no, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's just a bit different. Maybe he's trying to make sure that yeah. Ward's at that mature level and when it comes to it, the pass of the torch is At the is end of the day, they see, we, we have our opinions, but they see them every day in training and what have you. Exactly. So, so you are going for a keep for Schmeichel. I am. Ward, I guess we're going, we can, I didn't realise he was up second, to be honest with you. I thought he was going to be a number 12, but I take it we're going to keep Ward as well because of what we've just been saying. Yeah, yeah, we'll get we'll get um, through that. So we're, we're already causing uh, bigger me because we're marrying two. Uh, and again, Everson. I think we're, um, I, mean, I, 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 I don't know if you saw the match of the weekend um, when we played um, Notts County. Came on for the uh, um, came out. Well, I had forty five minutes uh, on the pitch. Of the first half, and he made some good saves. Yeah, I got I caught the first half because we were winning that half. I turned it off, and I found out that we'd lost two one. <laughs> but again, it's pretty six. Your fault. That your fault. Do we loan Sorry. him? Do we keep him and, like you say, integrate him along with Ward, or do we loan him out? Because he's had a good season out of Preston, hasn't he? Yeah, and I, I, I think there's only so much you can learn at the under-21 level. And this is why we're seeing, and I'm sure you've got a few names that will come across anyway, so I, I won't go into, into detail about it. But, you know, there's only so much you can learn at under-21s before you have to integrate them into the first team to get them on the resume. And I know the under-21s might might do a formation and style of play that 
to, to get them ready for the first team. But there's only so much you can learn at that level. And again, with a goalkeeper of his age, and he'll be wanting to see this season or definitely next season where his future lies. Is it? Is he going to be the backup to Ward? Is he forever going to be stuck as a third choice? And if you get him out alone, uh, maybe send him out on loan to a newly promoted championship side. Maybe see if Preston want him back again because he did well and their yeah. fans enjoyed it. And we've seen the benefits of it and it'd be good for him. For me, he goes out on loan. On loan, right. I wrote him down as a Mario. I'll need to change him over. Uh, dumped at the altar again, Everson. Static, know, thank you very much for popping on. Look forward to seeing you later. Uh, like Jack, Jack says they've kept Ward for a reason. Mike, yes, yeah. there's Keith Ward. I mean, you are in he sees a lot of him for Wales. Uh, Jack then says, low Neverson. And as Mike said here, um, Neverson was good when I saw, when I watched the game with you, Chris. He was. He had that good first 45. And Jack, uh, loan him until Casper goes and he takes the number two spot or fights Ward for the number one. And I think, I think if we get the loan right, I think we've got, like we did with, um, uh, 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 Oh, God, my memory. My memory is going. It's the heat. It's getting to me. What we did with... Um, who did we loan to West Bromwich Albion? For God's sake, Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes. What the bloody hell have I been drinking this morning? It said water on the can. Um, where, we can where we can pull him back if needed. Um, yeah. Rather than sort of, you know, a complete, you know, where we can't. So if we get that right... Um, so uh let us have a look who, who's next. Um and that is Stolacek, who played the second half at the weekend. And uh, to be honest with you, the fact that we you know we, we, we conceded the goal wasn't his fault at all. Um he again he pulled some some good saves off, and I think you know you've got four goalkeepers there, and I think I think alone would do him good. See, I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna send uh, Iverson out on loan, you're gonna need that under twenty ones with a solid keeper that can still develop. And I don't know how old Solacek is. I'll be honest with you, the age is a bit scattered in my mm. brain on how old they are. But I'm I'm assuming he's either early twenties or potentially even younger. Yeah, and I yeah. would I would be interested to see with how Leicester do their things. And, and again, you say the new tra the training ground facilities, the integrations they have. With the first team, I, I I would keep him and I would put him in the under twenty one so I'd give him a season there or the under twenty threes, whatever you want to call it. And then, you know, if Everton's out alone or, or Ward has an injury, you've got a bench keeper still at the club that you can put on there if if necessary. I don't see him getting in game time because um, I think that would go to Ward. Um, and I don't. And if Everton's out alone, he's you know. He's, he's like emergency, emergency. I wouldn't send him out alone just yet because I do think you need to sort of prioritise slash protect your, your, your youth academy and you need to make sure that, that you know, if you send out five yeah. or six of the under-23s, you, you're going to be left with 16, 14, 15-year-olds trying to do yeah. it and, and you want to keep the progression of that. So I would keep him for the under-23s. I wouldn't loan him just yet. Next season, maybe if things go the way we're predicting them to go, He'd go on to that mark of being the third choice that gets loaned out, but right now I would I would keep him. Yeah, he's twenty two actually. Um, he was oh. born well twenty one because he was born December two thousand, so um, he's twenty two. Right, 
next up, I think I think we've actually run out of goalkeepers now. Um, Castagna, I, I'm sorry. Let I mean this is a quick one for me. Keep. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 one for me. You've got to keep. He's he's versatile as well. We know he can play on the left. We know he yeah. can play on the right. And during this season, and people may forget. During last season as well, we found he can slip into that centre-back position. Whether that's a natural thing that Brendan tries to work, because we do see sometimes that players drop into that cover role. So it, he, he's too important to, 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 to send. You're not sending him out on loan either, right? So he's no. definitely a good for me. Um, I don't know, Patsy, when it's coming out. Uh, I don't think it will now, to be honest with you. I think that that particular ship has sailed. Um, so for Castagna, I haven't been doing this right at all. I've been keeping everybody. Well, we have, we have, we've yeah, you just we have love everybody, Chris. That's what it is. You want them all to stay. That's why. I do. Ricardo, <laughs> again, I'm sorry, but it, it's got to be a stay. I mean, at one point, he was probably one of the best right backs, if not the best in the league, and he was wanted by top clubs. Uh, yeah. Injury obviously has caused him a few problems, but. I, I, yeah. I think he we, 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 he can play forward as well on that on a more of a right midfield role. Uh, he's got a goal in him as well. Yeah, he has, he, and you don't, you know, you, they're a fine breed to find. I mean, he plays he's right back, right wing back, right winger. He's played all down that right side, and like you said, he's he's got a good hit on him, hasn't he? When he gets that space, he's not afraid to hit. He scores some beautiful goals for us, and. Yeah. You know, so you know, you say you need goals throughout the team, and he's one that provides it. There's not a sniff he's going anywhere unless he makes a demand himself. So, yeah, definitely easy one, easy one that is a key. And I think he's just signed a new contract as well. So, That's what, yeah, he doesn't he, want to go he, anywhere. He isn't going to go anywhere. No, no, no. Nice that he's showing some loyalty after we stuck by him because obviously through his injuries. Yes, yes. And uh, oh well, I, I, I'm just writing these down before you actually say anything. <laughs> Justin, I mean, he's just he just made his first, you know, move up into the English squad, uh, England squad. Uh, versatile, uh, one of those players that everybody says, "Oh, I wish we'd bought him," and they hadn't got the balls to do it. Leicester did. Uh, what a signing! Uh, again, just signed a new contract. He's going nowhere. Yeah, and it shows what I know about the scouting world because I remember when we were in talks with Luton and the price was quoted at 12 million. And I thought, if you can get that down a bit, maybe it's not such a bad move because if it goes wrong, you can probably recruit the money. But I thought 12 million was a steep price. But they also said that about paying £1 million for a certain number nine, Jamie Vardy. So, you know, yeah. you know, maybe I should keep that trend up and they'll all become superstars. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah in, indeed. In, in terms of this, not only is he more than enough money at value for money in what he does on the pitch, given everything that's gone on in the season as well, he's, he's definitely key, isn't he? You know, he's, he's yeah. definitely oh, there. Definitely, yeah. I mean, you know, when you're looking at these, like, you know, there's so many of these players that, because we've, of all the injuries and the especially the defensive injuries, you know, Castagna, Ricardo, Justin, it's like none of them really had any sort of much playing time. Um, no, no. Well, it's like getting new signings and getting this lot back, isn't it? Because once we got all the team back at the end of the season, we started, you know, winning games and quite easily. Yeah, we did, and it just show it just shows you know how this unit of a, of a squad can work when it's. Yeah, 
when it's not forced to kind of have forwards in goal and bloody defenders up front because we're down on numbers. You know, when 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 they're on form and they're fully fit, we we were very difficult to beat. Which you know is is it's been shown in our last couple of seasons where we finished. So yeah, it'd be yeah. good to hopefully have a clean bill of health this summer. Yeah. I mean, Mike says here, Justin was the risky bargain buy. But the thing is, you see, Mike, is that Leicester and maybe clubs around our sort of size and place in the table take that risk, like maybe like a West Ham, you know, or, or, or a team like that, where your Manchester United, your Chelsea's, your Arsenal's, you, you don't want to take that chance and you'd sooner spend, pay us stupid, ridiculous amounts of money for players that we have actually developed. And we're quite happy on that because we, we, we make yeah. money on it. Uh, yes, yeah. it's turned into a household name, but like you say, the big boys don't want to develop. They want the ready-made package, you know. Um, yeah, they do. They do, and that comes with the territory, isn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, I'm not, you know, that that is life. Then it always has been, I guess. David says, JJ has to be a keeper. I thought he was a right and left back. I did. Oh, I did. Oh come on, that wasn't bad. I'm with you, but no, I was I was going along with it. I was with you. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh exactly, Mike. Exactly. West Ham risked it on Boeing for 20 million from Hull. Um right, next one. And I, I mean, this to me is the biggest disappointment of last season's transfer window. He was free. So we're not actually going to, you know, only losing his wages. I thought when he would, was going to come in, I thought this could be the, the surprise signing of the window for the Premier League. He's got the experience. He, he's played for England. He's won the, you know, uh, the Champions League with Chelsea. We've got um, uh, you know, you a, a young great. Luke Thomas coming through. He could, he could teach him. And in a few early games... You know, the pre-season games, he didn't look too bad. And then it all went wrong. Yeah, it did. And unfortunately, um, he got that injury, didn't he? And each he, yeah. we kept hearing he might be back. And then it got to a point where it went quiet for four or five weeks. And then it turned out, unfortunately, his season was done. I do, I feel like Leicester fans maybe need to give him a chance a bit more. Because he was robbed of a lot of, the last season through through the injury, he wasn't able to, you know, and, and we pardoned a few players' performances early on because of the drastic way our squad was looking for, for the majority of the season. And unpopular opinion here, but with a decision I've got in mind for someone else, I would keep him around. I oh, would man. keep him around because you're right, he has still got that experience. And when he is fit and he's integrated, I feel he is still a quality player that can provide that cover and reassurance. He knows how to play in these big games. Like you said, he's a Champions League winner with Chelsea. He's a registered England international. So he's not afraid of these bigger games. And like I said, when the decision comes um, with someone else, when we get to that player, I would keep him around that squad just because of the back of the mind, you never know what foot, what happens in the world of football. If, if suddenly yeah. Castagne and Ricardo are out, we need that experience. I would have him there as emergency backup. Yeah, I get I get that totally. Like I said, I was I was thought it was a good signing. It looked to be a good signing because he, he was 
popping in those free kicks and what have you, getting them on, you know, on on on, on you know players' heads and. You know, you need another. You've got Madison, yes, but you need somebody else. Yeah. But like I say, he got injured and he never really came back from that. That yeah. did sort of hit him. So I, I, I get, I get, do get where you're coming from. Um, and we've got the five sub rule this season. And we've got what? So right? we've got the five sub sub rule to contend have, with yes, this indeed, season. Indeed. So indeed. yeah, if we're winning and a lot of sets, yeah, and with Bertrand's experience, you, you could stick him at that left centre back if you need to, as desperate. Yes, now, exactly. This is the one I think that you were referring to, if I am reading you right. Uh, you would be right on that one. I think we need to do to Luke Thomas what we did to Harvey Barnes. Uh, I mean, we all admitted it that he was probably, well, he was definitely brought into the first team squad a lot earlier. Than he anticipated. And I'm going to use a football manager console term here when you read a scout report. I think he fears the big matches sometimes. I think sometimes, I think when he plays somebody, uh, you know, a team of, and I mean this with the greatest respect, when, he's, when we're up against maybe a Crystal Palace or a Southampton, he feels comfortable. He knows who he's against, he can deal with, he can match them like that. But when we seem to play a Tottenham or a Chelsea, if he's in that lineup, you get that feeling that he's already feeling uncomfortable. You know, he, he he's, he's going to struggle to keep down his mum's spaghetti, as Eminem once said. You know, he's he, he gets nervous. I don't think he's quite matured to the big occasion. And I would be very happy with him going to a Luton, a Huddersfield Town, or something like that in the Championship and getting 30, 40 games behind his, um, behind his belt playing week in, week out, you know, he gets that experience, he gets a bit rougher tumble of the championship. And I think, honestly, it'd be, it'd be so much better for him because then next year, if we do let Bertrand go and he sees his two years out and he moves on, we've got that gap there and, and we've got, you know, then we've got the four to pick from from that side. I think he needs that development. And yeah. I think he he's... We've seen, an, and I, I mean this with great respect to him because I do love him as a player and I think he's going to be a future Leicester starting player on, on one of the wing sides. I just think he needs to go out there because it could crumble all around him. If he has to step in against like a, a re reinvigorated Man, Man United or Man City game and Chelsea and he has them games back to back and he puts yeah. in a tired performance, he's going to shatter his confidence. Get him out on loan, get him playing 30, 40 games a season. And, and and welcome him back next season and integrate him into the team again that way. Totally. I mean, last season I would have argued, and I did say that, well, you know, for a player who's played and scored in Europe, uh, for a player who's confident enough to tell Jamie Vardy to leave the ball so he could score a goal against Man United. But we had in, you know, we didn't have Castagna, we didn't have Ricardo, we didn't have Justin, you know, we were... We were down to the bare bones. And I'm not saying Thomas is bare bones. He's a great talent, you know, another academy uh, uh, player coming through. But like you said, you know, we've got Justin, who can play either side. We've got Castagna, who can play either side. And we've got Ricardo and the cover from Bertrand. So, yes, I, I agree with you 100% this time um, that we, sh we, sh we should, uh, well, not sell him, but we should loan him out. Johnny Evans. Keep, move on, keep, move on. Keep. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's the Steve Walsh of this generation. You keep him. 
We do. <laughs> uh, I think we still need cover. Uh, he yeah. is. We do know the team performs better when he's in it. Um, yeah. And his experience. I know Craig isn't a fan of his because he, he said, you know, he stands on the ball, but maybe he's just not hoofing it out. Maybe he's actually standing on that ball to look at what he can do with it. Uh, but worry is with injuries, and I'm not saying he'll get a lot of injuries, but when he does, like a certain number nine, when he does, it's going to take him longer to recover, which is why I think we need cover in that area. But I agree with you. Um, you know, there's no there's no way he's going... He's, is he, is he, I don't know if they signed a contract or there's one on the table, but um, uh, yeah, we, we've got to keep him. Um, yeah. For, is it even worth me asking? No, you, you definitely keep him. He yeah. signed a new deal. He's, he, he is the best. And I will go out there and say he is the best centre-back I've ever seen play at Leicester. Yes. The, the yeah. kid's brain, and he, you forget he's a kid. Remember he's really? a kid. The kid's footballing brain and the way he sprays, he he could have been snapped up by Real Madrid. And if you think about the Real Madrid's of times gone by when they've had teams and, and whatever, yeah. he would have... And so the fact that he's landed at Leicester's door and we've got him and he's been here for a couple of seasons and he's long-term, is people with the way he is our future. If we can somehow keep him here for a long time, we'll be loving life with and him at the back. forget as well that, you know, he came from... Uh, France, obviously, and he wasn't supposed to go straight into that team. He was supposed no. to be integrated into it, a bit like Daka, Samare and, and, and Soyuncu. Uh, but he had to go straight back in, into it because of injuries. Some players t- have to take the time to bed in. Um, but, you know, he, he took to it like duck to a water. Oh, didn't he just? His first game, I mm. still remember his first game and Ball was, I, I can't remember if it was like a coming together of a challenge and the ball pinged to him and it came to him at some pace and he just seemed to go, he dropped his body, dropped the ball and the ball just dropped dead at his feet. And he, I mean, I've seen him do it and it makes me laugh every time I see him do it. But he's got the ability and he, and he shows his confidence in his own ability to ping the ball 10 yards in front of himself. And before the ball's even finished rolling, he's already caught up to it. He, he does it so mm. well and his footballing brain is... You will be hard pressed to match his footballing brain and his ability. I mean, lifetime contracts don't exist anymore, but if you could, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is going to be interesting. Uh, Soyuncu, I mean, he, he had that season um, when Harry Maguire had his last season with Leicester. Um, and, you know, he came in, it was like, you know, we we, we, we didn't miss him. Because he, yeah. he didn't miss Maguire. He came in, and obviously we do know he'd got a bigger appendage than Maguire as well. And um, had a had a bad season last season. Well, I say bad, not a good season, but then who didn't? Uh, and he was very much one of those. Oh, there's some breaking news going on in Leicester. Um, it was extreme heat warning. No shit, Leicester oh. live. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Take the obvious. Um, yeah, I mean, who didn't have a bad season? He had a very bad Euros with Turkey, but then the whole Turkish team did. They came home quicker than uh, Nigel Farage from a day out to the, you know, <laughs> EU. Um, and then he had a bad season in a back four, that or back five, three, whatever, that... Um, 
that was struggling because of the injuries. And again, he was playing what I like to call that, well, I don't like to call it, uh, Rob Tanner uh, called it, that red danger zone when players who are slightly injured or just coming back shouldn't be played because they're not fit. Um, but he had to play because he hadn't got anybody else. So he was playing on in that red zone. I would tend to say keep him. You, I think you may disagree with me, though. See, no, I can understand why people would, but I'm not going to disagree with you. I would definitely keep him because, you know, you point out an area of depth that we need to make sure we've got numbers in. Well, you're not going to help that situation. You're not going to help promote a Ben Nielsen into that position if you're then going to chuck him in at the deep end. You need yeah. Sion and Evans and, and your performing cast of centre-backs that we've got to be here at the club. And let's remember, he wasn't just in the red zone with his injuries. He was in the red zone with his own self-confidence and form. He was yeah. scoring yeah. own goals. I mean, God, that, one of the goals he own goals he had this season, it, nine million times he could have connected with that ball and it rolled out for a corner. And it, it, everything he seemed to took turned into a, a disaster for him. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. he found his way out of it. And there was a few... Smoke without no smoke without fire, I guess. But there was a few weird reports linking him with Madrid and stuff like that. And I think the media were just leeching on the fact that Leicester were going for a bit of a, a you know, a traumatic spell in football in terms yeah. in, in case of results and everything that was going on. But honestly, you've got to keep him around because we know when his head's there and he's in a good form, and he was in good form coming into the back end of the season, he's a very reliable you know, centre-back partner to have. You do need an Evans alongside him, I feel, to keep him in check. But mm. I, I don't see any benefit to Leicester as a club to sell him all alone and out. So for me, I'm agreeing with Chris. I think you've just got to keep him. Yeah. Do you realise we've only actually disagreed on Everson so far? <laughs> I know, right? It's shocking. It's, uh, what, it's shocking. No, no, Oh, Schmeichel, yeah, we disagreed on. Well, this is the goalkeepers we were disagreeing on. Um, let's let's whiz through some of these now. Amate, for me, came good last season. You know, you, you never thought that you'd be saying Amate should be the first name on the team sheet and who's our most reliable defender. It's whether he is happy to be a squad player, because I think he will be a squad player. But obviously, he's got the you know, he can play midfield, he can play defence. Right wing's not his best, but he, he has played there. I, I'm a keeper with Amarty. I don't know about you. Look, Daniel Amarty finally got the credit he deserves for the effort he puts in when he plays because he yeah. came in first, you know, an AFCON winner, and he kind of came with that ability that he could play centre-back, central defensive midfield and right-back, but he was a jack-of-all-trades and not very good at either of them. Um, yeah. But last season... Like you said, whether it was circumstantial or not, he found his way into that team and he held down that position. And, and you know, he was a very good contender for our player of the season. That yes. shows you how, you know, yeah. how well he did and how much he impressed Leicester fans. And, and again, kind of for the same reason as Soyuncu and with Evans in mind, you, you have to keep him. I think he's quite happy to be a squad player because I feel like with the rule changes... You know, you take into mind that, I know it's become a running meme, but Brendan likes to make defensive substitutions when we're one or two in a lot. Yeah. And with five subs and with injuries and everything you're taking into account, I can see 
a Marty thinking, you know, I'm not just going to be a squad player this season. I'm going to get even more minutes because if we're playing somebody and we're 1-0 up who's like an Arsenal or Spurs or whatever, he's going to want to keep him. So I would yeah. definitely, definitely keep him. Oh, I agree. And yes, Mike, I, I wish we had got Tarkovsky. Uh, I think he would have given that experience that, that, that Evans has got if Evans is that injured. But he wanted to stay in the northwest, so unfortunately, he's gone to Evans. Uh, he's gone to Evans. He's gone to Everton. Right, he, can, um, he can enjoy championship football next season. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and he's mixed on Vestergaard. You know, we we know there's a player in there, but again, you know, to come into a defensive situation that we've got, we had at Leicester, at Leicester last season, and again, get injured yourself. Not unlike Ryan Bertrand. Um, I don't know. I don't know on this one. I'm going to let you just to say what you want on this one. <laughs> See, the problem is, I, I, I kind of gather back into Vestergaard. I, I was, you know, when when the pitchforks and the torches were out for this disaster, and it was a disaster in the first couple of months for the club. Um, but I would actually sell him. There's no point loaning him because he only signed, what, a couple of year contract. So I don't know if he's got another year left after this season with us. Um, You're not going to loan him. He's not going to get anything from a loan that he can't already do if he was played here. Unless he says, look, I want to be playing more football. So if you can't guarantee me that. He he was cover, let's face it. He was cover for Fafana when he got injured. He was a panic buy. and Yeah. You know, we haven't got Europe, so there's less games. So, yeah, let, let, let's sell him. Uh, yeah. Well, Brunt, I mean, uh, youngster, I mean, for me, we'll, 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 we'll go through the youngsters quite quickly. We're only not even halfway yet. Uh, Brunt, for me, loan him. Yeah, I would loan him because of what you just said about not having European competition. So his chance to integrate and be either on the bench or get 10, 15 minutes in a in, in a Leicester shirt is, is even more limited to him. He made a few good appearances. I mean, he probably had the best integration into into the game, didn't he, with, with being yeah. a youngster? Because he, he came on against Spurs, but the game was dead and buried. We were 3-0 down. He had no pressure on him. Um, he could go about it. And he's done well. He's had fleeting games. He's done well. I would be happy for him. I'd want him to go to League One. I wouldn't like League Two, because I think he's mm. going to... But I'd like to go for a League League yeah. Two, League One and loan him out. Yeah. Indeed, he keep move on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, move him on. That's an easy one. Uh, Mendy, now... Um, I think we've got two options for cover for Indeedy. Uh, as a defensive one, and one is Men- uh, is Mendy here, and the other one it will come on to obviously I'm sure later Chowdhury, and I can't decide one week to the next whether I want to keep one or keep the other. Chowdhury, I always didn't like. I always thought he had a red card in him, and Brendan yeah. seemed to have got that out of him. And you know what he he played. I mean, he played well in that Liverpool game in a defensive role, which isn't his position. Brendan was smoking. You know, blowing smoke out of his ass afterwards and pointing at him on the camera and saying, What a good player. And then we never saw him again for the rest of the season. Um, yes. So, but for me, I think it's time. I think Mendy will want to go, but for me, I would sell Mendy now. Um, see, 
based off everything that we said and we spoke about it enough times, we were asked the question enough times and it was raised to us enough times to ask. I I mean, I listened to that first half against Notts County and, and it sounded like Chowdhury was out there on a mission. He was throwing himself in to get blocks. He was tracking back. He was making tackles. He was... And I know it's not a good game, yeah. yeah. And I know, again, people say it's not County, Brad. They were non-league, and, and I get that. But I just feel for all the talk and everything, you know, Mendy had a very solid run in the team. And me personally, based on it, of what I've seen and from I'm reading the room, I would keep him. Because I just feel that it doesn't matter what Chowdhury does. All it's doing is boosting his chances of, getting an extra couple of million for him in, 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 in the window. So I would keep Mendy. Yeah. All right. You would keep him. Okay. Yeah. I would uh, keep Mendy. We do. We disagree on that one. Just want to read Sky Sports on the website. I've been doing a question and answer thing where you send your questions in. Um, and the question uh, from, believe it or not, somebody called Philbert was, why are Leicester not into transfers yet? What I think he means is why haven't Leicester made any signings yet, which would have been better English. And Sky Sports reporter Michael Bridge says, uh, we all know Rodgers likes to make big signings, but let's not forget Leicester finished eighth last season when they had the likes of Justin Fafana, Evans Ricardo, Indidi and Vardy, all long-term injuries during periods. Uh, that tells me they have a very strong squad. I believe Rodgers will want to get three or four ups and then it moves. Uh, I believe, hang on. I, be, uh, where's it gone? Uh, I believe Rogers will want to get three or four off the list before signing players, which I think he will. So yeah, I think I think that's pretty much summed it up. To be honest with you, um, yeah. Okay, um, I would be keeping Chowdhury and letting Mendy go. And as it happens, nope. Next up is Chowdhury. Oh. I, I... I'd just be selling them. There just seems something about the tale of Chowdhury over the last couple of seasons, and it just doesn't make sense. The pieces don't fit, and I don't know if Rogers has mixed the jigsaw pieces together, but hype him up, never plays, plays well, never plays. Seems, I mean, in every sort of tainted story that we've had over the few years, the, the lockdown party for us, you know, scenarios and all that. I just don't know if maybe Brendan Rodgers sees a talent there, but it's just lost patience with him. And yeah. I, I don't know. For me personally, I'd sell him. I'd sell him. I, I, I feel like we've got a Jeffrey Schlupp on our hands in terms of he's got it there, but he's just lacking that killer drive yeah. to push on. Is happy to give players second chances because all those things you've just said about charity was very much applicable to Madison as well. True. Um, but again, we do not see what goes on in, you know, he may have come off that Liverpool game, Billy Big Bollocks, you know, and True. and Renan's had to say, hang on, okay, you were good. I've given you the credit, but you know you're not you're not uh, you're not Kevin De Bruyne just yet, mate. You know, so we we don't know, do we? We don't know at no, all. But, uh, I, I think if we keep him, it's his last chance saloon to make it because I would get rid of him now. I I'd move him on. I'd move him yeah, on. Yeah, I think one or two of um, you know either him or Mendy stay go. To be honest with you, for me, you know, yeah. whichever whichever way it is. Um, <laughs> Sumari, um, for as, as quickly as Fafana settled in, um, 
Daka, I think, is taking a little bit longer to settle in. And Sumari is a case of he's found it really hard to settle in. There's also the rumours that Brendan's wanted something more out of him in, in the game. Uh, and he's not produced what Brendan's been asking for him. Uh, let's face it. I mean, you know, he won. It was in. It was in a. Was it a Lille team that won the league? Um, yeah. And you know, when you've got likes of PSG, that's not a bad. You know, there's a bit like Leicester winning the. You know, the Premier League. I would loan him out. Uh, as I think there was a good player in there. We you know we saw glimpses of it at the Charity Shield. Um, and I think he just maybe needs more more time to settle. For me, loan him out. I don't know what you say, Brad. See, this is the annoying thing with not having any transfer action because if if you hear that someone's coming in, you just automatically go for sale. But I agree with you. Look, not every player adapts to a new country, a new style of football, and and, and a new club like like for farmers. Well there's a lot of Wesley farmers out there that, that do adapt to it. And he did show glimpses of what he do. We know Brendan likes a player to be more versatile. So maybe he, you know, maybe he's not adapting to an extra extra part of his game that Brendan wants and, and that's why he's not featured. There was some un no, there was some non stories about him not get you know being injured, which Brendan said always oh, been injured for a while, and you know that threw us mm-hmm. off, didn't it? Because we were scratching legs, yeah. less than then we get told, Oh, he's not been fit for four weeks. It's like, Well, well, why didn't you tell us that? And I think I don't, it makes you question what they tell us sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. Because that, yeah. why don't you tell us that he's been injured and not trying, you know, it, yeah. why are you waiting for that question to be asked? Why aren't you telling the fans if you're wondering why Samara is not being picked or anything? It's not because he's had a fallout, it's not because of this. He's, we're helping him adapt. He's in, you know. Tell us what we, you know. Tell us not what we want to hear, but tell us what what needs to be heard. And, and yeah. I don't know. I hope it's not another Cramerich. I would say I'm agreeing. With, I'm inclined to agree with you that maybe go out alone. Um, again, get his feet, get his confidence going, and, and then, then, then judge him again. Yeah, on the yeah. thing. Yeah, I agree. Well, oh my god. Um, I'm sorry, I'm at the point here where I, I, I just go. You know what I mean? I don't want him to, but he's uh, going to go at some point. Let's just do it now and then we can move on as a team because it's just dragging on and it's just creating a lot of bad feeling with the fans and a lot of bad feelings. We know what he can do, etc., etc. So, quick decision loan, keep, or sell. Keep him. I could. And let's be honest with you, doesn't it? I wouldn't want to sell him if he if he's happy to be here and play. I'd happily keep him here and and, and yeah. do what. I know it, do no, what I get it completely. You know, if don't get me wrong, <coughs> excuse me. If he was to sign an extension, I'd be jumping up and down. Um, but but I, I think as, as the way things are at the moment, he needs to come out. Get your finger out your ass, Telemans. Make a fucking decision. Excuse my French. Uh, yeah, but it's it's, it's doing nothing but causing problems and bad feelings and and you know holding us up at, at hopefully building up with the team. Now it might be that Arsenal are going to you know hang on and hang on, but we can't wait for Arsenal to come in for you because if they come in sort of deadline day, we, we still haven't made any signing. So for me, sell him, finger out the arse time, Telemans, get gone. Um, Dewsbury Hall, let's just let's just might as well just say keep. Play, yeah, play of the season is keep. Yeah, let's keep him. Uh, 
Pratt, I think he wants to go. Not that we, I'd, I'd like to keep him, especially if Tielemans goes. But he wants to go, doesn't he? Feel sorry for him every time since since pretty much he's been here. He's I felt sorry for him because he got a good start into the team. Then he had that injury, which took about eight weeks to recover, and he never seemed to really get his chance long enough. He seemed to get like a couple of games, and then he just mm. go missing from the side again after two good performances. And yeah. I don't want to see a player wasting their career at any club. So I, Pratt, Pratt, you know, not by his name or nature, but sell him. Yeah. Sell him. Madison, that's another keep, I would say. Let's we say keep him move on. Yeah, we've just said keep. I can wait there, Chris. I'm just getting a, I'm getting a sense of Arsenal fans crying because we've said keep him in a Leicester shirt. <laughs> Arsenal fans will be tearing their air out here and that he doesn't want to. Right, they know nothing about right at all. So, I'd, I, I would well, I'd keep him. He's he's young. He's too young to be going out on loan. I'd keep him in development. Okay. Um, Les Lesabella. Don't know Les, enough about him. No. Don't I, know I enough about Let's say let's say loan because I've seen his yeah. name about and he has kind of touched on the. The squad a few times been on the subs bench, but he needs yeah. he needs time away. Um, San, 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 what? Um, <laughs> Again, loan or keeping under twenty three. That's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So well, let, let, let's just say loan. Um, ah, all Brighton. <sighs> I know. I'm like that. Uh, I, I see him as, as another certain player that's getting on a little bit now that he, he played so long a couple of seasons ago because Under wasn't the player that we thought we'd got, you know, that we thought we were, were getting in. And so all Brighton came on, did well. And, you know, he had, he had, you know, Roger sort of went, and you know, O'Brien himself always says, um, you know, it, it takes managers a bit of time to get to like me because of the sort of play I am. However, you know, getting on a little bit now always gives 100%. But I think there has to be a time when you've got to say thank you very much. If we keep him, and I would keep him, but purely as an impact sub. And I yeah, think I. The way another certain player is going, who we will come on to. Um, yeah. But for me, you know, coming on the last, maybe the last 10, 15 minutes where the defence is knackered and getting, you know, to ping the crosses in, as long as we've got a striker in there that can get on the end of them. Yeah, that always helps with his ability to cross it. I yeah. think Mark Albright, and, I, and I, he's so reliable, he's Mr. Reliable, he's the most reliable. Fox we've got on that pitch in that area yeah. of, of, of the pitch for what he can do. He's probably you could you could put him in that category. And I don't I don't mean that in terms of talent and ability, but he's he's like James Milner, isn't he? He might be an oldie, but he's a goodie as well. And he yeah. can still yeah. do a job. I think he benefit I think he benefits from this five sub rule. <laughs> exactly um, what Jess just said then. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I think he will benefit from that because then you're not thinking, oh, God, I have to make this sub at half hour. You can do it with 10 minutes to go and he can put some balls into the deeper. We can chance our arm putting more men into the box and he's good for that. So 
I would keep him. Had it been the three sub rule this season, no, I would be saying so. But because of yeah. the rule, I, I would say, yes, give him a season. I think he, he could come on, and again, he can play in a couple of positions, but he can come on and and you know just create havoc in those last 10, 15 minutes. So, <laughs> um, yeah, again, we um, are completely, uh, completely in agreement there. There's a good player in there, but I think we've seen him for about 170 minutes in three years. <laughs> it yeah. says it all. Good time to go. We'll pay. We'll pay the taxi. Uh, keep. Yeah, keep Barnes. I, yeah. I think we've we we saw that we took that chance to recall him off the loan from West Brom, and we can't look back there. You can't loan someone like that back out now. You've got to either stand by and sell him, and he's not done anything wrong. He gets goals. He gets assists. I mean. I can remember, you know, a couple of seasons ago, everybody was, uh, Scott, you're just being a very, very naughty boy there. Keep Perez just to keep Brad happy. Uh, Scott, I'm not annoyed. I'm not angry. I'm just very disappointed in you. Um, no, Everyone's going mad. Say, oh, you know, the, the thing that's missing from Barnes's game is his goals. And then, he, you know, he scored some brilliant goals last season. Oh, and he's too greedy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, but he he runs at the players, you know, he runs at the defense, he causes havoc, and yet he's, he's a definitely 125% keep. Uh, but I, know, I mean, what, what, what we've got to say, I mean, he's got another year, he's come out and said he'd like to extend that. Um, I thought he might want to be thinking about going to America. Uh, I mean, Christian Fuchs, he scored a penalty at the weekend, Christian Fuchs. He's absolutely doing well over there for Charlotte FC. Uh, Vardy, what can you say about him? I mean, you know, if he's not the best Premier League signing that any club has ever made, or any any player that's in the Premier League that has been signed whenever they were signed, find me somebody better than Vardy. But again, I think, you know, we're seeing Dakar coming through. Uh, so maybe a bit like Albrighton, maybe more becoming a super sub. Uh, but we, we can't not keep him. No, we can't. And again, another player in a different way that would benefit, that's going to benefit from this new rule. And, and, you know, maybe when you look at it, if you look at your team, you know, really fly trying to attack my face there. I, I think this is better because we found ourselves over the last few seasons, and I know last year it was obvious, but we found ourselves probably tempting fate making Jamie play a game because we know Jamie Vardy wants to play a game. In fact, he twisted Brendan's arm, which in hindsight wasn't a brilliant thing, but he played that game, didn't he? I think it was against Leeds, and, mm. he got, and, and then he got injured, and that set his recovery back another four six weeks it was and then he you know he made that appearance against Burnley and got, got goals mm -hmm. then and then and then it was better. But again this five or sub five sub rule probably extends Jamie Vardy's career, dare I say another two years? Of course it's keep yeah. mate. Build a statue, name a block of flats after him, name a house after him, build a shop after him. He's staying. Yeah. Uh this might be a decision the player will make more than than the club um but for me again i've got to keep him i don't think we use him in the right position look at the you know when it was two up front with vardy he ended up being our top goal scorer i think we wouldn't have finished fifth and got european football if it hadn't been for his goals that season for me it's a keep all day long yeah it's got to be a keep and again 
Uh, I think it'd be interesting to see how we go about it this season. We did see at points when Brendan reverted to two up front. And I think that, I think if we, if we're, being a bit harsh on Brendan with some of the decisions he made last season because when he had his full squad available, that's when we really saw um, the best out of our front front three, I like to call it. I know Perez got a few games in that as well, but predominantly long-term front three was Vardy, Dakar and, and, and Ineacho and they got some yeah. goals and assists. So definitely keep, I think, I'm, I'm you with you though, mate. You need the option of three strikers, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm with you, mate. I, I I would hate it to come to the player going, no, I'm done. I'm done sitting in the saddle and waiting. You you either picking me and making me your choice or I'm off. So I hope he doesn't come to that because I'd love to see him go and really make a name for himself over the next four or five seasons yeah. at Leicester. And, um, hang on, my TV's about to go to sleep. Um, I, I was going to say, I think, he brings more to the game than just goals, though. Yeah, he does. He's very creative. And mm. you see the way he sits in a role. If you watch back and look at some of the way they, some of the way, and I hate to praise him, but the way Sky and that breakdown performances when, we're, when we've been accommodated to play against teams on yeah. telly. But you see the way he analyzes it. And he's, he does take that mixture of what he can do on, on the ball because he can hold the ball up well and he can play a passing. And again, this yeah. man got the assist that we're about to jump onto. This man got a wonderful assist for the goal against Notts County um, in the pre-season, yes, he did. didn't he? His, yeah, his through lovely ball. through ball. Again, it's simple, isn't it? Keep. Yeah, I don't even think you should have an option to sell them after a year of the contract here, so yeah. definitely keep them. He doesn't... Yeah. He, he proved it as well. People... Well, he got double figures, didn't he, throughout all competitions? What more do you want? Four in one game, and you've got to make, you know. I mean, I can, I don't, I mean, I always say, you know, you mentioned Cramrich there. I think he was one that got away because I think he was, um, when in that, in that, um, great escape season, when he gave one, at least he would have a shot, which is more than most players would do. Um, but of course, Vardy came through and blah, but the rest is history. Uh, and I think I, I see. I always thought the same with Musa. I mean, he scored. You you don't go on again play a team like Barcelona and score two goals and outrun their defenders if you've not got something about you. But he was just never used properly. He was used on the no. wing. It was stupid. Um, Hurst, it, it's alone for me. I'd sell him personally. You'd sell him, would you? Right. I would actually sell him. Yeah, I don't. There's just something about him doesn't think to me he's going to quite cut the mustard. As good as our youth product is, I think this is one of them youths that we just let go. And I could see, if he's not let go this summer, I don't know what his contract is with the under-23s. I don't know how big their contracts are. If he's not gone this year, I can see him on the release list next season. I just don't quite think he's too far. I think he's too far down that pecking order yeah. of the youth caliber to get on so I would sell how many, how many of the youth players have we seen that we thought were going to break through that have been released this summer and there's a, yeah, there's a right exactly. back I think from Arsenal double barreled name again can't think oh, of Vontae name. Campbell yeah, yeah Vontae Campbell and I thought wow you know it's a couple of times I saw him it, it, it was good but he was released so you just don't know you just don't know it, yeah. it, it's it's FIFA football isn't it really you know a little bit, and yeah. lastly, 
I don't know anything about this guy. <laughs> I'll let you have a word about him. <laughs> I, I do see his name in the match reports, and it always seems to come with a bit of praise. And I, I you know, I do watch the highlights of the under 23s when I get a chance to, especially when they're in the AFL Cup. And his name comes up with promise. Again, though, I don't know if he's, I don't know too much about the under 23s apart from what I see. I don't know his age. I would either sell or loan him out because I think him and Hurst probably fall into that bracket with a couple of others where, unfortunately, it's do or die for them. So, yeah, it's sell or loan for, for, for me. And which way, which one are you going to jump down on? Uh, I'll loan him. I'd like to yeah, see him go out and loan and see something from him. Yeah, brilliant. And that is it. Next year we'll be multi-millionaires, Rodney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if only. If, if only that was the case. So um it, it actually is food for thought there. We we only we disagreed on Schmeichel and Everson. Uh, but again, that's an you know an either or, as indeed was Chowdhury and Mendy, which was like one goes, one doesn't. We we both yeah. picked, you know, we both we, we could swap those over if you like, you know, as indeed with you know uh as Michael. The only one then we disagreed on after that, believe it or not, was Telemans. Yeah, yeah. But again, that that kind of just shows testament to where we are as a team when you know for entertainment show purposes we could have sat here and could have got you could have gone right i'll say this you say that but we're yeah. we do this as honest as we can and we're very honest as, as the best as we can and, and we know we do it with a bit of bias because there are it's our club we love our club and we want the best yeah. for it uh, but it shows how far we've come as a team and, and it's testament again to the youth it's testament to the players it's testament to the squad over the years that we're looking at seven, eight players and we keep, keep, we're not even discussing it. It's, yeah. you know, you'd be madness to be suggesting against what we say in, in, in terms of, you know, like a Vardy and Madison and whatnot. And it's good. It's yeah. good to have a squad. I mean, I'd hate to be a Manchester United fan doing that because you'd be crying after three names. You'd be going, <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> know anymore. You've got to be honest with you, you'd end up with a five-a-side team, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, no. well, you wouldn't even have that. They'd have to forfeit <laughs> that game. Brad, thank you very much. That um, at at Fox's Focus on Twitter and the Matter of Opinion on YouTube. Details in the description below on YouTube. Thank you for coming on on your in your holiday. I'm sure you're dying to get back out on that uh, that beach at St Ives and throw yourself in the sea or whatever you do down there. Um, I actually went last. I actually went down to the beach here at Bournemouth the other day, and I actually went into the sea with a tub. Of um, what was it? A tub of um, this would be a funny joke if I could remember it. <laughs> Never mind, I'll save that one for next time. Uh, it's lost, probably we've lost the punchline. We've lost the punchline. <laughs> what it is, what and I I'm trying to think of a spice, a spice. Oh, um, rosemary, rosemary. I went for a dip in the sea with rosemary. Yeah, never mind. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, I should have just quit while I was ahead. Uh, Dan <laughs> says you're you're looking well. Um, Scott says uh, great show both. Although I disagree with you both, keep the Spanish sensation, guys. 
I'm going to go because I've got I've got another show in an hour and I'm not even eating today yet. So thank you to Brad. Enjoy the rest of your holiday, mate. Thanks for coming on. Your links are in the description below. Uh, take care, and no doubt we'll speak uh, speak when you get back. Thanks very much, mate. Take care. No worries, mate. Cheers. See ya. Take care, everybody. Thanks a lot. Thanks to Brad there, especially because like I say he is on his holiday. We're trying to get that in before we actually do anything on the transfer front. Um, <laughs> we finally managed to do it. Mind you, we could probably do it in three weeks' time. We still won't have made any transfers at all. If you haven't yet, as it says there, please subscribe to us. We would absolutely love you forever and ever and ever. And thank you very much if you have already done so. And if you are listening to this on the podcast, thank you for lending me your ears. We are back in exactly one hour's time and we'll be looking uh, at the watch along for the Austria and Northern Ireland game. And then the big one, the big one. Join me and Louise for the England versus uh, Norway it's the second group. Whoever wins that, they've pretty much got their foot in the next round, which is actually the quarterfinals. So England versus Norway here, uh, straight after the Austria-Northern Ireland game. Thank you very much. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. And remember what I always say, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Goodbye. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.